mind about you. That you literally can talk about anything and you can talk about it for a long time and still be interesting. <laughs> I was gonna say. It's really true. I'm glad you added interesting. <laughs> What blows my mind about you is you can talk about anything for a really long time. (laughs) And I just go numb in my brain. (laughs) No, no, you are, you keep it interesting the whole time. It's really impressive because I think of the two of us, I would probably run out of things to say a lot quicker than you would. Like, I find it super impressive. Oh my gosh. I don't know whether to be embarrassed about it's a good thing it's a good thing if you have a podcast because you're supposed to talk right yeah it would would be a bad thing if you were like a monk in silence yeah although monks aren't women are they no none maybe a nun maybe a nun if you were a nun it would be a bad thing oh my But you have a podcast yeah that was really funny to me It makes me worried, though. I'm like, man, if if Rita, like, gets sick or something one week, like, the podcast is going to be, like, 10 minutes because I'll be like, I guess this is what I got to say and I'll just say it and it'll be over and done with. <laughs> Whereas you, like, you manage to keep things going, which is great. <laughs> I'm, anyway. I don't have anything to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's funny. Huh. But, yeah, it is so nice here. Like, it is feels like summertime it went from winter to summer like real quick and we just spent the morning outside reading books and doing school and like walking barefoot in the grass like I think it was just a couple podcasts ago that we were like lamenting the weather and how cold it is Mm -hmm. and now it's warm so I know that you said you were freezing yesterday and like wrapped up in a blanket watching baseball yeah I mean, it wasn't bad during the day yesterday, but then like watching softball, it was just where the sun was going down and it was windy and I was just like completely wrapped up. One of the moms like, oh, Mm -hmm. you were smart. You brought a blanket. And I'm like, yeah, I'm at the point in my life where I hate being uncomfortable, like physically. (laughs) Like I don't like being cold. (laughs) I don't. I do not like being cold at all. It's like the worst. I hear you. But it's it is it's like sixty probably here today. I just can't wait for eighty. Like I want eighty and I want sun on my skin. Yeah, yeah I don't even know. Right. Like sixty means nothing to me. But oh yeah, I forget. It's uh, I don't know. Sixty is like, like a light jacket for most people, but it's a winter okay. coat for me. <laughs> <laughs> the way you just said that. Have you seen Miss Congeniality? Yes. <laughs> and she was like. She was supposed to say what's her favorite date, and she said something about April 15. <laughs> She's like, because all I have to wear is a light jacket. <laughs> I don't know why. That just came into my brain when you said that. It's a good movie. <laughs> it is. It's a great one. Sandra Bullock. She's another one that I feel like we were just talking about actresses that aren't super Hollywood. She's she's another one. She's kind of got that vibe of like something's different about her yeah i really like her yeah she is a little bit different in some way yeah yeah (laughs) anyway we're we're talking about celebrities and i think that's a really good segue actually into our topic today which is the voices we value so are you ready to get rolling on this yeah let's do it okay
Welcome to the Boom Clap Podcast. Today, Rita and I are going to be talking with you guys about the voices we value. So it's actually kind of funny that we're talking about this because when Rita and I were considering starting this podcast, the number one thing that held us back, and we've talked about this before, is that we live in this super noisy world where everyone has a platform, a voice, a message of some sort. And the last thing we wanted to do was add to the chaos and the noise. But that being said, I think we would both say that there's a few people that we really enjoy following to hear their thoughts, to get inspired or motivated by them. And I'm honestly really glad that there's people brave enough to use their platforms and voices for good. But the flip side and the difficulty comes because there's also a lot of voices that are not so positive or worse yet, probably would be if they're portrayed as positive, but the message is actually detrimental. So I guess the question becomes, like, how can we appreciate and seek out those positive voices, the ones that we can actually value, while identifying and avoiding voices that maybe have a shiny exterior with like a rotten core, kind of like when you have this beautiful apple and then you bite into it and it's like rotten and buggy and disgusting. So I just look at it as the problem being like negative messaging. It's not always easy to spot and it can do a lot of damage. And sometimes our minds can actually be like physically changed and restructured by the voices that we're constantly exposing ourselves to, especially if we're listening frequently. So the funny thing is though, Rita and I are a couple of women who are literally using our voices on a podcast. And we're going to tell you in this one to be cautious and choosy about the voices you value, which like the more I think about it, maybe that's a risky move because maybe you'll decide you don't want to value ours and I guess I think we would both say, though, that's a risk we're willing to take because this is an important thing to be just like really cognizant of. So, Rita, what are your initial thoughts on this noisy world um, that's full of both good and bad voices? Yeah, absolutely. To the last point you made. But that (laughs) everything you just said, I was just like, well, because we talked about the topic of this podcast, but not where we were going with it at all. And so that was just a title, basically. That wasn't exactly where I thought you were going to go with things. But I'm just like blown away, like absolutely everything you just said. And it really, the first thing that popped into my mind is you said, um, you know, some of the words that people are saying, like a voice that we value might be saying something with a shiny exterior that looks yes. good, that looks like good messaging, but deep down there's something not right with it mm-hmm. that's a little bit off. Yeah. And so yes. my first thought is we need to go back to our first episode of our values. And we have to know mm-hmm. our values to be able to seek out those <laughs> who are voices echoing what our core values are because although we know like maybe we know our values in order to uh, solidify them and seek counsel from other people we have to seek Mm -hmm. people out who are rooted in the values that we hold dear right yes and so when you were talking about that cecily i first thought of and i'm not going to like say any like names or anything but i thought of somebody Mm -hmm. i used to follow on social media Okay. And um, I'm not somebody who follows, unfollows people all the time. Like I Mm -hmm. like to seek out different opinions, but this is somebody, you know, that I was looking to and I just, I really liked the message and it, it sounded good and everything. And Mm -hmm. eventually it was just like, something's off. This seems a little sneaky. It Mm -hmm. seems a little, Mm -hmm. 
like it's leading me in a direction towards self and not necessarily what is actually valuable in my life and what's going to improve yeah. my life and lead me toward the uh, Christ-like, God-centered life I want to lead. And so mm-hmm. um, anyways, that that just – there's nothing really more I want to say about that other than like I mm-hmm. recognized experiencing what you were talking about. Yeah, totally. And I think um, – I don't know – what kind of person that was or what kind of following they had or who they were. But I think what we can so often be tempted to do is to be drawn to the voices of the elite. So whether that's celebrities or politicians or like people in high ranking ministry positions, like things like that. Right. And it actually brings to mind like early in 2020, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but a, a sneaky little virus like soared across the globe. Right. And At the beginning of that, our Canadian prime minister, Justin Trudeau, he actually, like, he called on famous Canadians, Ryan Reynolds and Michael Buble, to encourage our population to stay home and stay safe. So I just found it really interesting that that's the tactic he chose. And I get it because he knows that we elevate the opinions of celebrity voices. You know what I mean? Like, even if they're literally actors in comedies or singers, um, it's like we as a culture assume that those people must have it all together. And maybe they do. Like, I'm not trying to critique them as individuals. For all I know, they're like totally awesome. But what I am trying to do and what this episode kind of like what I had in mind is like, I want to critique the mindset of a culture, this mindset that elevates voices simply because the person takes a nice photo or has gained a following. And I feel like that's really what we seem to do. Um, but these people are not invincible. They're not larger than life. And maybe the things they're saying actually don't align with our values at all. But because they're like shiny on the exterior, we're, we're kind of drawn to that. Yeah. So it's interesting to me to think about how that plays out in our mind and why we are elevating mm-hmm. a certain celebrity or uh, mm-hmm. individual just because they're in the public eye. I, yeah. I don't know why, like Michael Jordan popped into my head and <laughs> – I don't know. I just good old MJ. Yeah, and just people like that who have very much excelled in an area of their life, mm-hmm. and yes, so yeah. I, I think about why would we elevate Ryan Reynolds or why would we elevate Sandra Bullock or any of these people, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, yeah. So you said something about like they might take a nice picture or you know they've got yeah. they've achieved a certain level of success, but that doesn't mean. Yes. They are an expert in every area of life, right? They mm-hmm. they might not mm-hmm. really be great at health just because they look healthy. They may just have exactly. a really good chef or they may not really be Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah. They may not really be excellent at um at family values, you know, and mm-hmm. or faith or any of those things. They may just excel at this other area. And so we have to be looking yes. at the deep core of the values of the person, not just that they've achieved this certain thing and it would be nice to listen to them mm-hmm. because we want to somehow be like them. I, I don't know if I'm making sense yeah. here, but yeah. like why? Why why are we elevating who we're elevating? That's just it, – it's, it's interesting to think about. <laughs> it is. And actually, as I'm sitting here talking with you about this, I have these like Max Lucado – I never know how to say that guy's last name. Lucado, Lucado – Lucado. I say Lucado, I don't think that's but it. it may not be right. Lucado? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say Lu- Lucado. 
pretty sure. Anyway, right. this is not important. <laughs> I have all these children's books of him. And um, uh, the ones that I love the most are about these little Wemmicks, like these little wooden puppets. Have you read these? No, I haven't. Okay. I well, honestly didn't know he had children's books. I knew he had like books for adults, oh, but. He does. And the illustrations and stuff are really interesting and beautiful. Like, I think that's why I really like them. But um, I'm trying to th- – the one I have here is throwing me off because he's holding a square and a ball. And <laughs> that's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of one where these Wemmicks – I don't remember their names or anything. It's been a while since I've read the book. But they all have these um, gray dots and gold stars. And they would give out gold dot. jeez oh, Louise. They would give out – gray stars to the Wemmicks that they felt like were not so great or, you know, weren't talented or this or that. They would get covered in gray dots. And then the good Wemmicks or the beautiful ones or the ones that were talented would get covered in these gold stars. And um, it was always the famous Wemmicks that had the most um, gold stars. And then finally, this poor little gray dot covered Wemmick found this other Wemmick, a girl Wemmick, who like literally the stickers would not stick to her. And I guess this is kind of shifting gears a little bit, but it comes down to what we value. Um, The stickers wouldn't stick to this Wemmick. And he wanted to know why, because he was covered in gray dots and he was so sad about it. And she introduced him to the Wemmick maker, who in the story is like, he's the symbol for God, essentially. So he's Mm -hmm. the one that makes all the Wemmicks. And the reason no stickers would stick to her is because she knew him so well. And I guess where I'm going with this is that he spoke truth to her. Mm. And when she became familiar with the truth, then all the lies that their Wemmick culture was trying to put on her just, just fell right off. And at the end of the book, the he was getting to know Eli as well, who was the carver, the Wemmick maker. And towards the end of the book, his gray dots started falling off of this little Wemmick. Anyway, it's a great story. And I think it's so true to our culture. Like we li- we don't have actual gray dots or gold stars that we're sticking on each other, but we may as well. And by choosing to value the voices of elites, even if they're not necessarily aligning with our values or, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? We're, we're essentially giving them gold stars <laughs> and that's okay. But I just think we need to align ourselves with truth identify our values and get to know, you know, our maker. And that's when the lies start falling off of us. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It does. 100%. Okay. I wasn't sure if that story was going to come around. (laughs) I just started telling it. So yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. So I think what we need to do is we need to take the time to critique the voices that we have valued and try to determine, like, are they speaking what's true? Are they speaking things that are in alignment with my values? Did I actually take the time to identify my values? And maybe are these people that I am turning my attention to, are they saying what's true? Or are they saying whatever keeps the lights and cameras aimed in their direction? So I think a really great scripture that I want to bring in here is Ecclesiastes 1 verse 4. It says, a generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. Um, So I just love that because what have we seen over the last year, over the last 20 years, over the last 100 years, it's that the values of a culture change 
that generation goes and another generation comes and that just keeps going and going and going, but the earth remains forever. So the celebrity voices of the past are dead and buried. The celebrity voices of today are marching towards the grave, just like all of ours are. And the celebrity voices of tomorrow face the same fate as do you and I. So here we go again. Like we just have to get back to what has value what has meaning? Mm-hmm. Where do we find this objective mm-hmm. truth to anchor ourselves to? Um, that's just kind of where my brain goes. Yeah. I, I was thinking back um, as you were kind of telling that story mm-hmm. then just mm-hmm. um, to election time. And I don't want to mm-hmm. get into the politics of the election, but I had talked to my girls because one of uh, my youngest ones said at the time, mom, when are we going to have a girl president? And right. so that brought oh, yeah. forth the conversation of a potential female VP at the point. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was seeing a lot of friends who didn't necessarily align with the values of the current female vice president still celebrating a female vice president just because it was yes. a female. Right. And I remember you telling me about this yeah, and I was like, this is such a good point. It was really weird to me just to see, you know – them celebrating mm-hmm. it to their children because right. they said, well, my daughter can still look to her as an example, you know, as a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So I sat back and thought about it. But the time, it was a really good opportunity for a conversation with my girls. So my youngest says, mom, when are we going to have a girl president and my oldest is standing there looking at me too. So I sat back and took the opportunity to have a conversation with them instead of tell them anything. I asked them some Mm -hmm. questions. I asked my youngest, you know, uh, is it important to you to have a girl, to see a girl president? Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, like she thought, yeah. Mm -hmm. And my oldest was Mm -hmm. like, no. And so I kind of asked them why. And my oldest basically just said, well, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter to my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And (laughs) my youngest kind of thought about it for a while, and she couldn't figure out why it mattered to her. And I'm guessing she'd probably seen things on TV about it too, you know? So that probably planted Mm -hmm. a seed. And it led me to thinking about this a little bit more. And then I did a video and shared it. But basically just talking about, you know, there's so much in our society going on right now where we are – putting people on a pedestal and adding value to them simply for some external characteristic. But what is the characteristic that we want to portray as important to our children? Do we want to portray the importance of someone's heart and their actual Mm -hmm. character or -hmm. just qualities that look like us? And so I think that that's another aspect to the voices we value. You know, why are we valuing a voice? Just because they look like us on the outside or Mm -hmm. because they're like us on the inside, their hearts and their values? Yeah, that like it just all came rushing back to me. Like when this was happening, I remember you telling me about this conversation with your girls. And I'm like, it is. That's a really powerful conversation to have with your kids. Um, And what a great opportunity to like use it as a teaching moment. Because yeah, like if I only wanted to see people that looked like me in high ranking places, it would be a very homogenous world. Mm-hmm. And the same thing um, when the when Justin Trudeau was elected in Canada, like he wanted to have a gender balanced cabinet. And that's great. Like I am great. Great. I am great. I am grateful that they value female voices 
as a female, I am grateful for that. But do we need to get so particular about the fact that it needs to be completely gender balanced cabinet? Um, or should it be based on, you know, the character that you bring to the position or the work ethic or the knowledge and the things that you can do for your country, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's just such a great example. Yeah. And also I think about, you know, talking about a female vice president or a female president or mm-hmm. whoever the president is in general um, or any character I, you know, I also mm-hmm. talked to my kids at the time about, you know, we shouldn't be putting a single person as our hero, right? Yes. Um, yeah. We need to look at them overall and understand that mm-hmm. everyone's human and everyone's flawed. Yep. And we can put totally. things that they do, you know, as examples for us, but we shouldn't be mm-hmm. holding a single person to um, – up as like an example of who we want to be. We need to look to things that they do, characteristics they exhibit, values Mm -hmm. that they hold, but not necessarily the person Mm -hmm. in their entirety, if that makes sense. Because we're going to be greatly disappointed, you know? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like if we value a voice or a person to the point that, you know, if they were to screw up, the foundations of our world would crumble. Like, that's tragic. And that's what happens a lot of the time. Like you see it in people like high-ranking ministry positions. Like I think the pastor of Hillsong in New York, I think his name was Carl Lentz. Mm -hmm. Anyway, people idolized that man, like idolized him. And then it came out that he was unfaithful to his wife and had been inappropriate in all sorts of ways. And it's just like the people that came to church for him were probably like their world was shaken but it's because they put their faith and their value into a person. And, you know, like there's a lot of good in people and we can value those characteristics, but we can't hold them up to that high level like you were talking about. That's just a dangerous place to be. Yeah, absolutely. And it even goes the other direction. You know, sometimes I'll uh, share something on social media Mm -hmm. or um, highlight something someone said and they'll be like, oh, well, do you know what Mm -hmm. else that person said? Or do you know – you listen to that person, well, then I'm not going to listen to you. And I'm like, okay, listen to what they're saying. You know, exactly. I yeah. put more value into what somebody is saying, you know, at the time mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. – I mean, yes, you have to look at a person in their entirety if you're looking to – you know, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like mm-hmm. you, you can't constantly nitpick at everyone. Like sometimes somebody yes. who is not someone you want to look to um, as an example overall – is going to say something very valuable that deserves to be heard. Yes. So totally. I think it goes both directions. And also speaking mm-hmm. as, you know, you and I as people that, um, you know, have a podcast now and people are going to be listening to, I don't want to be held mm-hmm. to a standard of perfection. So Yeah. <laughs> totally. I was actually – man, guys, I have realized since starting this podcast how often I say totally – and it's super embarrassing, <laughs> but I think it's because Rita always says such good things. So I'm like, totally, <laughs> but I'm going to try to stop because it's annoying me. So I can imagine it's annoying all of you. I haven't well. noticed that at all. <laughs> well, now you're going to, I should have just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking as you were talking, like if there's certain things about my life that people might look at and be like, oh, that's amazing, you know, or that's great. Or same thing, they look at Rita and be like, that's amazing. And that's great. But I mean, if they were in the nitty gritty of our lives, and 
knew the things that we did wrong or where we fall short, they might never want to listen to us again either. You know, like there's in every single human, there's good and there's bad (laughs) and there's just no getting around that. Yeah. Agree. And so I guess guys, when it comes down to it, um, it's pretty simple. You need to know your values. So first episode Mm -hmm. again, you need to know your values. You need to know what is important to you. You need to be able to nail that down so that you can pick that out and other people that you're looking to as examples for leadership because we're not going to be experts on every situation. And so there's Mm -hmm. people I listen to in the podcasting world, you know, that I love to listen to and I really value what they have to say. Uh, There's people Mm -hmm. that I, you know, follow on social media. There's people in real life that I look to for counsel. And Mm -hmm. how do I pick those people, those voices out because they align with things that I find valuable. And that doesn't mean that I listen to them blindly, you know, and just go along with everything Mm -hmm. they say. I listen knowing my values and taking it back to the core of what I believe. And then, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. (laughs) Do you have anything to add to that, Cecily? Yeah, no, I think you're definitely correct. And um, for me, when I'm trying to determine whose voice Um, I should value because God does give people um, the ability to speak and to point people to truth. And I think that it's okay to look at people and to value what they say, Um, but we do have to be particular. So we can ask ourselves certain questions like what has value? What has meaning? Do you believe that there's objective truth or that it's subjective? So for me, as a follower of Jesus, I believe in objective truth. And how do I know what that is as a follower of Jesus is I go back to the Bible every time. So if I'm ever in doubt about what's going on around me, that's where I have Mm -hmm. to go. And like, I cannot turn to any one human to point me to that truth. Like there's no one, like what I'm trying to say is that everyone on earth is going to find the grave eventually. And as humans on our own, we have no power to leave it. But the only one who has ever met the grave and defeated it was Jesus. And he was before the earth. Um, He walked the earth and they call him the lion and the lamb. So he roars like a lion, but he conquered, literally, he conquered on the cross as a lamb in submission. So I just think that that's really important because so often we're looking to those voices that roar, right? Those celebrities and everything. But Jesus came and he conquered as a lamb quietly and in submission. It actually makes me think of a story, a story, the Bible story in Job. And Job is going through what could be described as a really rough time. Yeah. (laughs) Really, really rough. (laughs) And um, you'd have to read it to get the whole story. It's a long one. But um, as he's like processing what's happening in his life, he's talking to um, some trusted advisors or some friends or what they call them in, in the Bible. And Basically, these guys have age, they have wisdom, they get to speak first, but there's this other guy hanging out there listening, and he's younger, and he doesn't have as much status, and he is just quietly listening. His name, I believe, is Elihu. I apologize if I got that wrong. I don't have it open in front of me. And he's just kind of taking it all in. And everyone finishes talking, and there's no real good change being made or any solutions being found. And he all of a sudden speaks and he's like, you know, I kept quiet because I was younger and this and that. 
But it turned out like his voice was one to be valued because he was speaking straight truth. And I just think, you know, so often we can look at people and think that's not someone um, who I can value, but we really need to listen to what they're saying and look at what they're doing and know if it aligns with truth. So basically for me, what I look to is who speaks truth. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that the voice I value above all others is the voice of Jesus because by his power and grace, he offers to release us from the grave. So the next time that you're looking for a voice to shed truth and meaning on the tragedy and the beauty of this life, I would suggest looking to the author of life, the one who created it all. Um, Look to his word, call on his name, and only after you do that should you look for other voices that affirm the truth of Jesus, because it's really only in him that you find objective truth, wisdom, meaning, and the life that you were made for. And that's not to say that you can't um, appreciate the voices of people who don't follow the Lord, because they will have lots of good Mm -hmm. to say as well. But ultimately, people are going to lead you towards truth or they're going to lead you away from truth. So um, I guess one other thing I want to do, because I always want to read a Bible passage, that's just like what I do. Um, I want to read from John 1, um, just because we're talking about voices we value. And if you're using your voice, you're using words, right? And so that's what brought this passage to mind. It says, in the beginning was the word, uppercase W word, and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So When I think of voices, I think of words. And when I think of words, I think of the word. So, yeah. Excellent, Cecily. (laughs) I think we should leave it at that. I mean, there's nothing more to add that's more important than that. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. If you want to find us outside the podcast, you can find me at thegracetogrow.com or on Instagram at cecily.vicky. Find me, Rita, at RitaRogersCo.com or at RitaRogersCo on Instagram. Thanks for listening.